Welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah, the house at the gate. Please join us as we'll be listening to Apostle Vincent Luan, the head pastor of the Emmanuel Christian Churches. provider we say lord you are our healer we receive all these good things because lord you loved us we worship you today for lord you have given us all that we need pertaining to life we are grateful father bless us touch us by your spirit renew and restore us i thank you lord for great and powerful things that are set before us even this calendar, your Lord, we are delighted. For we know that our Redeemer liveth. For we know that the Lord is with us. That we know that, Lord, we will do great exploits even in 2020. We know that, Lord, we will be able to break through. We thank you, Father, for great returns in the name of Jesus. We worship you, we exalt you, Lord. We celebrate you. We thank you, Father. That we, you have made us better. And Lord, we are returning to you with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hallelujah. Can we give a shout to Jesus? Amen. Powerful. Please do take your seats. The Lord bless you. Good morning. I would say good day. Hallelujah. We are on our second weekend, or yeah, second weekend of 2020, and it is our belief, and we believe that the Lord, as we enter this season of the calendar year 2020, we will break through and excel and do much more than we have done. Hallelujah! That the achievement of this year, we will summarize the achievement of all of our life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we are delighted for all those who are returning. We are saying welcome home. Uh, may the Lord bless you. We hope you have been blessed wherever you have been. And it is our prayer that you are ready for a new season to experience God in a new way. If you are a visitor, we say welcome to Emmanuel Christian Church, the house of Judah. We are delighted to be in the presence of the Lord together with you. And it is our prayer that God will see you through. I believe you have been encouraged. You have been builded up in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bow our heads together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise. How awesome is this place. You are with us. Lord, we thank you for touching our life this day. We thank you, Lord, for healing and restoring us. We have come to bear testimony that you remain true. You said, Lord, I will provide for you. David says, I was young and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Near their children begging for bread. We thank you, Father, for the privilege. Even today, as we sit at your feet, feed us. Teach us, Lord, to hear your voice. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. We are teaching on prayer and fasting. Our topic, as you are aware, the theme for the year is Genesis. The ability to, for us to go back 
Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says, in the beginning, God. Hallelujah. So it is our desire that you will put God as a first in all that you do. And as we build today and as we continue, we are in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. And it is our prayer that you will pray and fast with us. Hallelujah. So our theme is Genesis and it's faith, prayer, and fasting key to victory. Faith, prayer, and fasting key to victory. All the things, whatever that we do without faith, the Bible says, is sin. You can fast to lose weight. Or what do they call it when they fast to lose weight? Dieting. You can diet, but you will not receive spiritual blessing. But that's not what we are talking about. Losing weight, we will definitely lose weight. But the main issue is not about losing weight because we had a festive season that was hectic. We we're eating almost anything and everything. But we are fasting, prayer and fasting, because we have faith that when we pray, God hears us. We have faith that God will respond when we humble ourselves. Because fasting is a sign of humility. You are humbling yourself. You are coming to a place of reconciling yourself back to God. And today, that's the same challenge I want to give to you as we teach about faith, prayer, and fasting that without faith, all the things that we do, they are sinful and we will not enjoy the return and the benefit of it. There are a lot of people who will want to do all other things except to pray. Everybody has prayed for you and you have not prayed for yourself. Some situations you are going through will not change until you change yourself. Your attitude changes and you take it upon yourself. Losing your food, not eating, is not a big deal. But because we have allowed ourselves a bad habit that it's like when you don't eat, you will die. But truth about it is that the less you eat, the more you will live. The more you eat, the less the life you will have. May the Lord have mercy. So every time when things start, you have to start well. You have to know that Jesus started his ministry through prayer and fasting. The book of Luke chapter 4, verse 1, going down. It says, Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Uh, being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those days he did eat nothing, and when they were ended, he afterward hungered. And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, that, uh, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Now Jesus is speaking here while he has gone through prayer and fasting and temptations are coming his way and Jesus is very strong and Satan has no chance. So you have to understand that when we come to prayer and we are fasting, we are taking away the strength and the power of Satan upon our life. You are building or fortifying yourself to be a tower where you are able to achieve much more because 
Satan has been weakened against you. So Jesus prayed and fasted for 40 days and he was led into the wilderness. There is a season when you are led. And this season, most of us and most churches are in this season, we are praying because we understand that when things start, preparation is required. You need to prepare yourself in order to make great exploits. We ask people, write the things you desire to see. Write down the things that you want the Lord to do for you. Write down the things that you no longer want to see in your life. The things that have delayed you and present them before the Lord so that you will be able to do more. During the 21 days of prayer and fasting is a good space for you to come with all the resolutions you have made and to put them before the Lord and say, these are the things I request of you, Lord. Give me strength, give me wisdom, and through prayer and through fasting, having faith, your success will come greatly. The book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2, it says, by faith, the elders obtain a good testimony. It says, by, by it, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. When you do this, there's going to be a day. You will speak like our, our young couple as they were standing here giving us testimony how God has been faithful in their life, providing consistently without fail. The other day I said to them, what makes you to think your money will keep you going? You see, you, are, you, you have to understand that all these things are there. It's not like, oh, maybe the gift will finish and all will finish. Have faith to say, Lord, it's very nice to live like this. We will give ourselves some more. Send, send your, your angelic provision our way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, when, when you are familiar, you can't see miracles around you. Yeah, most people... Miracles are happening every day, but they will never see them because they are so full of themselves and the worries of this world that even when God is working, they despise the little works that God is doing in their life. Hallelujah. It's a good beginning to realize that for four months, we are eating and we are not spending our money. So literally, retrenchment or no retrenchment, it didn't mean anything. All of you seated here, you are working for food. Yes, you are working for it. Nobody... There are, two, there are a few things that people are working for. The rest of things came out of so fair. Okay, I see. <laughs> so we are talking about prayer and fasting to set ourselves up for great blessings. We pray and fast so that God will help us. So prayer and fasting enables, empowers, and emboldens the church to preach, to teach, and to heal. And we see this in Acts chapter 4. Verse 29 to 31. It says, Now, Lord, uh, look on their threats and grant your servant that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. The, the young couple that was here, they are experiencing what we call signs and wonders. The Bible tells us that when Israel, after they crossed the Red Sea, uh, there was no food. It's the desert. And God said to Moses, tell them to go and pick up manna. Did you know, if you read it, there were those when they were eating manna, they were complaining. Now, even though they, they had food, heavenly food, that no, no other human has eaten, they are among the few. 
they complained. And others were taken by the spirit of greed. They were asked, eat enough. Take enough for you and your wife and your children. Listen, the hoarders, they harvested beyond their means. They complained. After God gave them, they said, we want meat now. We want physical meat. I'm sure they were saying, Moses, we no longer want this heaven. We want the physical meat. These people, it's not like, if you read the scriptures, it's not like they didn't have their animals. They had their animals. They still have their livestock. And God brought them baits to eat. Big baits. They were eating. The Bible says, because of their ungratefulness, the meat came through their nose. The only time I can think about food coming through my nose is when I was young, vomiting. So I said to myself, shoot, they ate and vomited the food. It was coming through their ears. Tell your neighbor, be grateful. Be thankful. Appreciate what the Lord is doing in your life. Listen, one day when you are in heaven and you look at all the works you have done, you realize that you were heaping sand. You were heaping sand and you were thinking you are doing something important. You remember the story of a person who carried gold to heaven. They were, the angels came to take him. He was so rich. He said, no, let me take some gold. They said, leave this thing. He took it. When he arrived in heaven, he realized it had, it had no value. It was just like sand. It was everywhere. Imagine somebody. Hallelujah. Prayer and fasting promote the ability, the scriptural reading and mature. You mature during this time. If you pray and, and you are fasting and you are praying and there's no scriptures in your prayers, you are talking. God is not going to respond. You are dieting. I think they said that people are dieting. They stop eating. You have to read more. Prayer and fasting enables us uh, to read more. Prayer and fasting unites. Prayer and fasting helps us to be compassionate and to be caring. It revives the inner core of who we are. Prayer and fasting invites divine presence and empowers the church uh, members to participate in the church. Prayer and fasting brings favor with the community and uh, it brings support to the church. Prayer and fasting shows that you love God and that you follow his instruction and commandments. May the blessing of the Lord come upon your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Five, six points, and then uh, we'll get into prayer. It is my prayer that this year you should achieve much more than you have done before. That, that when you look at your efforts, you realize it's, it, this cannot be man but God. You see... There are people who work hard, but after they've worked hard, they can't enjoy what they have worked for. And there are people who are working, and God is meeting all of their needs, and they have no need. Hallelujah. Point number one, prayer and fasting releases supernatural power to heal and to deliver. If you are struggling with any of uh, the modern things that we suffer from, drugs, addictions, uh, desires, intense desires, cravings. Uh, this, Jesus spoke, he says, this kind does not go out except through prayer and fasting. Matthew 17, 21, he says, how be it, this kind does not go out but by prayer and fasting. There are certain things in your life that you need to pray and fast. Prayer and fasting will deal with satanic attacks against your life and will deal with demonic uh, enslavement. It is 
your turn to turn the corner spiritually and break the demonic, uh, the, the demonic enslavement. And it is your turn to believe God, uh, to have a breakthrough. Prayer and fasting gives you victory over addictions. Prayer and fasting gives you victory over fear. Prayer and fasting gives you victory over failure. So you have to understand that prayer and fasting uh, gives you gives uh, uh, you divine attention and assistance that you need. When you pray and you are fasting, it enables you to become very clean in your spirit so that you can hear and respond to God and to receive divine assistance and help. Angels will come and minister to you. The Bible says, as Jesus was ministering in the same book of Luke chapter 4, the Bible says angels came and ministered to him. If you want angels to minister, prayer and fasting is a good space for you to come to. May the Lord be with you. May angels come for your help in the name of Jesus. Prayer and fasting breaks the yoke of sickness. There are certain sickness they have come because you have not taken a stand against them. Prayer and fasting breaks the yoke of sickness, of disease, of oppression. There are certain things that never leave until we make the decision to break through. Prayer and fasting defeats addiction, sexual immorality, drugs, substance abuse, lies, stealing, and falsehood, and many other things. As a young man, if you want to keep yourself pure, prayer and fasting will enable you that the cravings for other things will go away. You'll remain strong, steadfast, and faithful. May the Lord bless you. Number two, prayer and fasting will enable you to receive God's divine help and assistance. Who doesn't need God's help? Prayer and fasting helps you. Prayer is a sign of humility. It shows that you are humble. Prayer and fasting opens divine door and open heaven. When you don't pray and fast, we know you don't need God's help. And God even knows you don't need his help. If Jesus, who was in the place as God, could pray and fast and seek God's help, what about you? Can you ask your neighbor, what about you? Hallelujah, church. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. Then I set my face towards the Lord, God to move, uh, to, to make a request by prayer and supplication with fasting. It's not surprising, Daniel, even from chapter 1, Daniel shunned the things that are telltale signs of, of, of false sacrifices, false worship, and he sought the face of God. And even here, Daniel sought God's assistance. Listen, as January, as we start in this calendar year, it is good for you to ask for God's assistance. There are many things that we need. I think uh, doctors spoke to say, uh, you have been afraid to marry because you say, will we have the money? I was talking to somebody, I said, uh, we don't have children because we have money. When you are married, make babies, have, have children. It's a nice space. Uh, you grow there. If you are not going to have children, you are waiting the day when I have money. Listen, it might, that day might not come. Because according to you, you want to have some millions in the bank. My, my parents and your parents never had that much. And look how much we have become. You get it? You must have faith. You must believe God is going to provide. God, God is going to meet our needs. Somebody put it this way. I think it's a traditional way of putting it. Uh, when, when, when the parents speak, they say, whatever we eat, the children will eat. So when, when we grew up, 
There was no lot of this food that babies are eating, purity and whatever. Listen, we were eating the same potatoes they are eating in the house. And if you go, you will realize that uh, we are much stronger than what the people were eating in the days past. Hallelujah. So my, my challenge to you is step out in faith. Yes. When we pray and fast, we, we are emboldened. We, we have strength. We believe God will meet our needs this year. We write our needs. We write our budget. We put it before him and we tell him this is it. I wrote my budget. My children know. I told them January, by the end of January, I need so much. I don't want to tell you because some of you will faint and will think that uh, uh, you are sick only to find you are in shock to say, <laughs> how can you have such a big budget? You have to have, you have to have faith. I said you have to have faith. Amen. Yes, you must have faith. If you don't have faith, you will not achieve much. Yes, you, you will not achieve much. There is very little. If you are going to look at what you can do, Listen, there's very little you can do. Yes, there's very little. You will build a house the rest of your life. I've driven in my village. There was a house. They built it, I think, for about 30 years or so. Their grandfather dig the foundation and did the first line. <laughs> you get it? The children, possibly by Gazata, they built it uh, somewhere. I'm being honest. I grew up as a young child. Running around, I saw that house. It was not long completed. I'm 50-something now. The old man has died long time. His wife has died long time. Some of the children are finished. His grandchildren who are completing the house. You, you must have faith. You must have what? Faith, yes. You must have faith. You must believe. Some people, it will take them lifetime. For you, it doesn't have to take you lifetime. No, 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 no. A house is a place to stay. Listen, it's, my identity is not in the things I have. My identity is in Christ. So if my identity is in Christ, I'm solid and comfortable because I know all my needs are met in him. So when I come and pray, it's a matter of presenting my things and asking the Lord, speak to me, Lord. So that even the things that are on my list that the Lord says delete, I will delete those things and remove them so that the Lord's purpose and mission will come to pass. People pursue things that are useless, things that will not profit them. May the Lord have mercy on us. Prayer and fasting, number two, refines, uh, sorry, yes, prayer and, 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 and fasting refines your desire for the, work of, uh, for the word of God. Look for verse four. But Jesus answered saying, uh, him saying, it is written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. You must believe the word of God. God wants to provide for you. God wants to meet each and every need that you have. God wants to advance you to go to the next level. But when you don't believe his word, you will not have enough to go forward. This young couple, they told us, they said the thing that they believe why God has provided is because they have been faithful. They are saving in the house of God and they are giving their tithes and offerings. They are committed. Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, you are set for a great harvest. Hallelujah. Yeah. Prayer and fasting releases power and favor. You'll be bestowed with favor. People will call you and remind you that they have money that belongs to you. 
Prayer and fasting shows uh, reliance on the Lord. When you believe the word, you, you show your reliance on the Lord, that the Lord will provide for you. Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, your word is a lamp to my feet. In other words, your guidance and direction. It's not like you have a torch, but you have the word of God that directs you. When other people are going the other way, you are going the other way, and they are asking you how, you are telling them. When I was standing there on the, during the first service and the children, the first uh, drama that they did, talking about what God has done for them, that they are suited, and uh, it just dawned on me how gracious God has been. You know, sometimes when you are waking and you have bought the suit, you think it's you. Listen, there are better people who are better qualified, born in a better places, they are made in their, their mind. They, they can't make sense of every day. They are great. They have to be fed. They have to be everything. Everything's working except them. Nothing's working for them. And I said to the Lord, thank you for this simple... For them, for them it's, a, it's, it's poetry and drama and all of that. But it was a powerful reminder. Don't forget what the Lord has done for you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So believe the word. The word will guide you to places that other people, the word doesn't go the same direction where the world is going. It will redirect. So prayer and fasting enables you to believe the word and follow the word. It might look like you are going slow, but you are going far. Hallelujah. Number four, prayer and fasting gives you the victory over mammon and refines your true worship. Most of the time, people worship the things they have. They worship their money. Luke 4 verse 8 and says, Jesus answered him and he said, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Can you say it? Get behind me, Satan. Hallelujah. We need to understand that the wealth system is designed in such a way that we should worship money and think that money is God. And we are not supposed to worship money. Hallelujah. The wealth system is designed that way. When people, that's why I, I, I will say uh, 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 most of the time, when people start having money, they change. They allow, in the beginning, the first month when you get paid, you are thinking, oh, I will do this, this, this. By the end of the month, you promised us the gifts and whatever, your, your first salary. I'm telling you, you have faith. It looks a lot of money until they give it to your hands. And when you have it in your hands, hey, you realize, I can't give all these people this money. Ah, I'm going to keep my money. And suddenly the money doesn't fit. The month before, you were living for free. You ate for free. You dressed clothes for free. The day you, uh, you get the money, you look at your money and say, first fruit. No. It's my <laughs> I worked hard for the money. It's my money. And from that day, that's when your poverty has come. Most people, from the day they earned their first salary, they became poor. Yes, because you have to provide for yourself. I mean, think about it. You have been eating, drinking, putting on the most best clothes that you can never think about. Now, you can't even buy a Nike pair of shoes. But you were insisting that your parents should give to you. I'm to somebody. Now, when we pray and fast, we set ourselves to hear God, to deal with Satan, because prayer and fasting opens financial and material breakthrough. When we come, our desire for other things is taken away and we start to realize we are here to serve the Lord. The book of Matthew 6, 
33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It says, And all these things, whatever that you need, will be provided for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Prayer and fasting releases. Uh, it will release you from poverty. Prayer and fasting will advance you into prosperity. Prayer and fasting will increase the faith of, 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 of the church members. And the prayer and fasting will make you faithful to support and to stay on course, to pay your tithes and to give your offering. Malachi chapter 3 verse 3 gives us the understanding. It says, he's, he, he, uh, uh, he will sit as a refiner. He will sit as a refiner, the purifier of silver. He will purify the sons of Levi. Prayer and fasting helps you to be purified. You, your heart. Then you'll be able to give an offering of righteousness. Why people don't want to give? Because they think they can do more with what they have. It's just unfortunate. You can't do more with what you have. You, prayer and fasting will help you to become a 100% tithe payer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, number, number five, prayer and fasting produces humility. Prayer and fasting will make you humble. You will remain on course. Verse 12 of the book of Luke 4 says, Jesus answered and said to him, it is, it is written, Hallelujah. You shall not tempt the Lord. Most of us are tempting God. The book of, of 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 6. You have to be content. Can you tell your neighbor you have to be content? He says, but godliness with contentment is a great gain. Most of people are not content with anything. I was talking to the children yesterday, all the students. I called for students to say, I want to meet with the students before some of them leave for university. And I was saying to them, you see, I asked them, do they pay for anything? There was only one person out of the number of the children that were there. And I asked them, did you ever bother about the clothes? Did you ever bother about food, where you stay? They said, no. All things have been provided for. So let's ask those who are working, what are you working for? Please ask your neighbor. They are dressed like they are working. Ask them, what are you working for? <laughs> they are dressed like, like, like people who have it together. Ask, ask them, what are you working for? Please, give an honest answer. What are you working for? Give an honest answer. What is it that you are working for? I told the children, I said, if you are going to school for money, it's a wrong reason altogether. That's why most people who are, you'll have a certificate, you'll post it on WhatsApp and say, uh, I'm an engineering uh, uh, qualified you went to school for all wrong reasons. Work, we work. But we don't go to school so that we can get a job. If you are going to school for that, it's a wrong reason. You will soon discover how useless it is after you are educated so much. Yes, you are not the first one. You will not be the first one. The world is full of disappointed people. Most people are disappointed. Oh, listen, you can start asking your grandmother and tell your, ask, ask her, did you achieve all your, your life dreams? Did they, did they come to pass? They'll tell you. They'll tell you, no, it, it, it never happened. It says, but godliness with what? With contentment is a great gain. Next verse, please. Verse, verse 7. 
It says, for, let, let's, let's read it together. I want to go. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we will carry nothing out. That's disappointing. Uh, verse, verse 8. But if we have what? Oh, let's read it together. I want to go. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with this. Let me say it. I said this in the first service, but let me say it again. I, 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 I was preaching in December in a conference, and I asked for somebody who had just been married. There was a young couple, like we do in the church. There was a young couple who came forward. I asked them, where do you stay? The husband answered, he says, I stay in a two-bedroom flat or two-bedroom house. Wherever they were staying, they have two bedrooms. In other words, they've got a living room and they have a kitchen. You see, that's, that's the deception of the world. And so I asked them, why? Why so many rooms? What, what do you do with the second bedroom? They say, we want that our parents, when they, uh, they visit us, they'll have a place to stay. Nice. What do you think? Eh? I told them, I say, this kind of behavior is the highest level of foolishness that the world has given to us. You see, I say, you don't need the second room. If, if, if all of you can listen, you will do well. I say, you only need one room. Your bed on the wall, your pots and whatever on the other wall. <laughs> and I said, you're happy. So I asked, how much do they pay? Let's talk about you here in Pretoria. How much do you pay? So let's say it's in Pretoria. Two bedroom flats. You pay like 5,000. Let's say average, 5,000. Now here's a young couple. They are just married. I said, one room. One room in Pretoria, you'll pay like 2,000. How much will the person be saving out of 5,000? 3,000 times 12. How much is it? 36,000. So I said to them, I said to the whole conference, I said, I said, think about it. Now, here is your mother and your father. They are going to visit you twice, as they said, twice or so. They might come to visit them. I said, now you have 36,000 in the bank that you saved, and they are coming to visit you. Can you just go to a guest house close to where you stay, or a nice place you like? Because when they come, they are, they are not going to stay with you forever. They are coming for a week or a few days. And I say, you go and, and, and pay the, hot, the guest house or the hotel. Don't you think your mom and dad will be the most happiest people on earth to say, our child, for the first time in our life. You spend, you, I mean, you can spoil them. You spend three, four, five thousand rents. You take them shopping. When you finish, let's say you become extravagant. You you decide, I'm going to be, I'll spend 16000 on them. When they go back, how much money will you be having? 20000 But there are people sitting here. They are staying by themselves. You'll be poor. Listen, you'll never, you'll never come out of the red race. You will, all your life, you'll be working and hoping one day I'll break through. Listen, breakthrough has come. But you don't see it. You don't see it. You will not see it. Because in your own foolishness, you are thinking this, this, this extra bedroom will show I've arrived. 
You are getting poorer. You are getting poorer and poorer. Now, if somebody was listening by the end of the year, if the parents don't visit, they still have their 36,000. The following year, they still, I mean, the, the money is just increasing. We're not talking about the salary. I'm just saying you are reducing just the rent. You are just reducing the rent of the person. Just reducing the rent. It will not shock us. Somebody was boasting. He says, I, I, he's got a big house in Santen, a car. I just look at him and say, these are the blessings that people will celebrate. They say it's a blessing. He's paying a heavy bond, 35,000 rand. Oh, try it. He's staying in a four, five million house. Listen, it's just a sleep that you need. What do you need? Sleep. Okay, let's read the verse. You, you look at me like I wrote the verse. Let, let's, let's, read, let's read the verse again. Let's read the verse again. One to go. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with this. It doesn't matter where you work. You are working for these things. This, this, this is the verse. This verse defines the existence of a human. Then from there is what you do in life. Very few people are able to do lasting things. They work for a house and a car the rest of their life until they die. Your life has been reduced to such useless, stupid things. You'll have to drive a car to prove to us that, oh, now, uh, listen, car is a transport. And we are happy now that there are so many cars. We have Uber. I can just stand here. I have a car. 30, 30 rents from here to my house. Delivers me to the door. I come out. Some, so, some of you don't need to have a car. I'm, I'm being honest. You, you, don't, you don't need it. You are paying about five, six, seven thousand. If you were to use Uber, for all good reasons, you'll be shocked how much you will save. I'm going to tell somebody. But we do understand that the wisdom of this world is against the wisdom of God. Somebody has advertised. Somebody has told you, uh, you, must, you must have a bond. And so you have thought to yourself, I told people, you can buy a car for cash. You can buy a house for cash. People don't believe. If you stay in one room, by the end of so many years, you'll own quite a lot of property in the city. One of our members in the north uh, came. He told me in December, he says, I'm paying off my house this December. I bought it five years ago. You told us in the church. He quoted words I quoted in the church and said, somebody buys a car for 500000 buys a townhouse for 500000 He pays the house for 20 years and he pays his car for, for five years. And you said, who's a fool? He says, Pastor, I'm finishing. In December, I will have paid off my house. And he says, I'm going to buy myself a second house. Then I said to her, you are getting wiser. You will never be poor in your life. Now, some of you, you are supposed to boast, to say, hey, I'm on my second church. I'm building the second church. Yes. When you have the money, when you have the money, not this stupidity of trying to have 30 cars in the, in the yard. Listen, you can only drive one car at a time. It, you, you get it. But most of our people are like that. They will, instead of you looking at it and say, oh, we need a church. A church will cost like two, three, maybe half a million. Just a 200-seater. This is far too big. Just 200-seater. The pillar from the cross to where the first step is. It's a nice church, strong. It will be there for a number, hundreds of years. If it's taken care of, a lot of lives will be transformed and changed. While you are in heaven, while you are in heaven, while you are in heaven enjoying, you'll be seeing souls being born in, that, in the buildings. You say, 
Before I died, I built uh, 10 churches across the world, the nations of the world. Now, your wealth has been used for the advancement of the kingdom. You, you have done something superior. Prayer and fasting will turn your heart towards God. You'll start to look at it. Yes, God has blessed me. Yes, I'm the most well-paid person. I'm a sought-after person. They are head-hunting me. But it's not for you to buy the next new car in the, in the, in the market. No. It's for me to serve the Lord. It's enabling me to serve the Lord better. Let me tell you somebody. But foolishness always overtakes us. And then we stay in a six-bedroom house and you don't have six children. When we grew up, we used to sleep in the kitchen. You know kitchen? During the day, they set up the table and everything. At night, the table had legs. At night, we take the chairs, put them on top of the table. We clean the floor. We put our carpets and we sleep. We're the last to sleep and the first to wake up. You will hear people going over your head. <laughs> Don't I look good? What do you think? It worked. It's working. Nobody's there to stay permanently. Anyway, I see the way you're looking at me, you're saying, please leave us alone. Let me leave you. And lastly, prayer and fasting is ministering to the Lord. The book of Acts teaches us that, that as they were praying and fasting, it says, and as they were ministering to the Lord and fasting. So fasting is ministering to the Lord. As they were ministering to the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, now, how will the Holy Spirit speak to you when you are full of this food that you are always eating? And everything that you are doing. But the Holy Spirit spoke, he says, and the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. So when we pray and fast, we can hear God call us like Samuel, who was a young man in the church. He could hear the voice of God and he could respond. And he became one of the most outstanding prophets. It is my prayer that the remaining 14 days of our prayer and fasting, you will make the decision to join so that your life and your life story can change for the better. So that your neighborhood and everybody else can clearly state we can see the Lord through your life. The things that you are doing. So that God will help you. So that the appetite to want to prove to people that you have arrived will die. You get it. So that you will be able to do much more than what you are doing. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We are praying. I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to pray for yourself, for God's grace to give you strength during this time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, we give you praise. We are grateful, Father, of your presence, the power of your spirit upon our life. As the year starts 2020, we cry out, Lord, for divine help and assistance. We cry out, Lord, that our ears will not be tingling, that, Father, we will hear the word, that we will respond to it. Your way says the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple. We pray for ourselves, O oh Lord, that Father, you will assist us, that we will remain steadfast. You will assist us, O oh Lord, that we will stay on course. We pray, Father, for strength and wisdom, that we will keep the right company, that we will stay within the right group of people. We pray, Father, even today, that, Lord, you will assist us to build that which, Lord, you have called us unto. That, Lord, through prayer and fasting, salvation 
comes our way. We pray for salvation. We pray that Lord you will save us. You will save our children. You will save our resources. You will save all the things that we are doing. We thank you Lord that we lift, we lift up our eyes to you. For you are the source of all things that we need. In the name of Jesus we pray. Hallelujah. To advance in life is not in our own wisdom. Some of us are too intelligent, but nobody has noticed. Yes. You are being overlooked. You just need somebody to give you a small task to unravel the divine wisdom that is in you. You know, there are things that are discovered. May you be discovered. May you be found in the name of Jesus. May it become easy for others to see. And when you meet others, they should be able to see the need that you have so that that need is met. This is why when you talk about angelic help, we're not talking about these little angels that they show with some feet, uh, some little wings. We're talking about some of the angels are human beings. They are standing here. Somebody's looking for your help. People are thinking you have to work there all your life to make sense. No, 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 no. No. You can work just one day and all your needs are met. All, all your needs are met. From that one day, everything is covered. You know, I'm working for my goodness. I'm not working because, you know, uh, I need to find bread and whatever. No. May the Lord have mercy on you. So we said, number one, we are praying for what? Angelic help. Now, Take the angel with wings out of your mind. There is an angel standing next to you. Lord, open the door that this angel will find me. Hallelujah. Yes. Just one, just one time. Your wisdom, you will be shocked. For you, you, I'm looking for a job. You have a certificate. I'm looking for a job. No. We, we pass the, the place of looking for a job. We need properly so that the wisdom we have received will work for us. You get it? Your certificate is not to hang it on the wall to prove to people I went to university. No. We go to university so we become more strong thinkers. We can do better things. But we are praying your angel is there. May your angel find you in the name of Jesus. We are praying as well that we may be aided, hallelujah, that aid may come uh, 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 on our life, that we may experience the goodness of the Lord, and that we are going to pray that as we eat communion, that Satan will have no power over our life. Darkness will not be part of our deals. Failure is not in our program. Things will work. As they are supposed to work. Amen. And Jesus made this word. He says, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Amen. May Satan fall like lightning. Amen. Every time you appear in the name of Jesus. Amen. You must be loved by first sight. First sight. Somebody sees you and says, I want you to work for me. Or I've got a deal. Take for yourself. Hallelujah. I saw Satan fall like what? Hallelujah. Yes.
2020 calendar year starting. It's a good time to come with those resolutions. I said, this is my 2020. Lord, may I be more spiritual than any other time. May I be conscious of your presence than any other time. May I see better, not with my eye, but with my spirit. May I be properly directed by the Holy Spirit. May you guide my path that I may achieve and fulfill. This is why the Bible says houses, let them build them who will inherit them. Hallelujah. But it will not be our passion. We will not go after it. Can you lift up both of your hands as we're praying? I pray for the joy of the Lord to be the strength upon your people. Father, touch us in a new way as we forge ahead in this 2020. We thank you, Father, and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said,